Welcome back to The Natural Truth. I'm your host, Michael Graham. We're delighted to welcome State Representative Earl Earhart to join us here. He's been leading the fight against the abuse of male students on Georgia college campuses as presumed rapists and presumed sexual assaulters. And one of the campuses at the center of that has been Georgia Tech. We've talked about it here uh, on the show many times. And Representative Earhart, I have to confess, I may have taken your name, well, not in vain, but in praise on the air a couple times already. Uh, that's more than uh, appropriate. I'm, no problems here. Thank you, Mario. So what's what's going on at Georgia Tech? And this is what concerns me because I don't think people are focusing on it enough. Every campus in Georgia that's taking federal Title IX money is required to operate under these same presumed rapist rules, right? That's what the federal OCR would like you to believe. But they're not functioning under any legal uh, rubric. They're functioning under a... Uh, Amusing from a letter from a, you know, a deeply buried OCR bureaucrat. None of these regulations went through the statutory process. For sure, they're not laws. None of them went through the Administrative Procedures Act, which is required for a for a regulation. This is just we wish you would do that, and we're going to threaten your federal funds if you don't. It has no basis in law, and fortunately, the state of Georgia and the Board of Regents is now pushing back. That says, you know, the basic American right of due process when you're accused of something innocent until proven guilty. On many college campuses, uh, these these young men are guilty based on any allegation, and then they they lose their their entire lives and they're they're destroyed because they're kicked out of their school and they're given a scarlet letter. Uh, and they're given no due process, no no right to confront their accuser, no right to transparent investigations, no right to any type of uh, investigatory transparency, no right to uh, any counsel. Uh, it, they're kangaroo courts. And fortunately today, the Board of Regents took major steps towards mandating due process on all of Georgia's campuses. And I, I got to tell you, Tech has now stepped up. President Peterson has done a few things. He uh, he, he has come 180 degrees in the last couple of days. Uh, I, I was I, I was pleasantly surprised. He and I had a great meeting, Michael, that uh, where he not only did he apologize to the mother, a cancer surviving mother, of one of these students that was falsely accused, uh, uh, for in a very <laughs> in a heartfelt 20 minute conversation about how her son was treated. She wasn't allowed in the room. To support her son during this his kangaroo court. Well, st- let's stop there, uh, Representative Earhart. Uh, and for people just tuning in, this is Representative Earl Earhart talking about this issue of uh, of uh, kangaroo courts for young men on college campuses. And we all know the story out of the University of Virginia. We've seen this um, many, many times. Tell us though that story about the mom that you're talking to. What what was her son accused of? What were the circumstances, and how did her it all work out? Her son was was falsely accused of uh, being a sexual assaulter, and. Uh, this this vile person who was uh, head of the Office of Student Investigations at Georgia Tech, a guy named Peter Paquette, uh, who's been subsequently removed by, again, in a good move by President Peterson from anything to do with anything like that. I mean, he lies. He, he would um, – any allegation was a conviction, no matter right. what. No evidence required. Uh, absolutely, if, if you were uh, accused of anything like this, you were immediately and summarily – uh, subjected to a <laughs> falsion or uh, severe penalties. They even had him uh, looking at uh, writing reports from this uh, disgusting piece of literature called uh, "Put on Put Your Guy Face On" or something like that. It was good. Mm-hmm. just you wouldn't want to read it. It was so right. bad. Uh, 
but the, but, uh, but in this case, my understanding is it was a he said, she said that was months earlier, and the people involved had communicated back and forth after the alleged incident, and none of that was allowed to be brought forward because, as you said, the Georgia Tech policy was you're guilty until proven even more guilty. Absolutely, and and then when he had his hearing, I mean, who wouldn't? Any university in the state, other than that one individual who was running that office, would let a parent become a part of that hearing. Uh, uh, he wasn't allowed as an attorney, but he could have his parent with him. But, uh, they, and then when they came to the House committee, they lied about it. I could see Preston Peterson's face during that hearing when his staff lied about it. He knew they were lying, and he stood up today, and he, he, um, he apologized to that mom. And then again, he did something that's really impressive. He sent him a letter of apology to that fraternity and said they shouldn't have been punished for something they didn't do. Wow. Now that's going to drive the crazies on his campus insane. <laughs> but there are some but, people who say, Representative Erhardt, that the reason this is happening is because a certain unnamed state legislator, who I am talking to right now, bullied sure. the campus by threatening basic things like dorms and libraries, you know, the basic services of Georgia Tech that you essentially blackmailed them. What's your response to the people uh, who are oh accusing those, that? Those poor little snowflakes uh, <laughs> on campuses that... Uh, have uh, this idea that anybody that disagrees with them is a bully. They're going to have to grow up and not melt into a puddle when they sometimes, if they graduate from their whatever studies program they're in, these types, they'll uh, they'll have to get out and join the big wide world. And, you know, newsflash, people are going to disagree with you, young people, and there's not going to be a safe space that you can run and hide in. You're going to have to stand on your own two feet for the first time in your life. And there, this is not bullying. This is my job. These are these are cases that this man didn't right. grant due process in that's going to cost the state of Georgia millions of dollars in settlements to to get out mm -hmm. from under. And I'm in charge of that budget. But are you I'm comfortable? Not going to throw but good money after bad. But are, I'm going to look at it like that. But but some people are saying that using the school's resources this way is either unfair or uh, out of line. Do you feel uncomfortable about threatening the budget of Georgia Tech? I'm not threatening the entire budget of Georgia Tech. I put on pause one giant <laughs> uh, project that can just as easily continue through the design phase now. Mm -hmm. And we were having discussions about the salaries of these individuals. Uh, I cut the salary of the individual who was abusing these young men on campus. Yes, I did. If I had a business where somebody was doing that, I would cut their salary and fire them. Uh, that is my responsibility. I, I think the people of Georgia will side with me and say that's a reasonable way to protect the tax dollars in the state of Georgia. Don't throw money into a – I mean, tax, the funding that I put into the Tech uh, Institute during this last budget uh, that we just passed is, is multi, multi-millions of dollars. These, these are infinitesimal sides. Right. That's a non-starter argument. Well, I just want to say, I can't speak for all of Georgia, but for me, I got to say, you go, girl. I mean, you did exactly what your job is to do. Your job is to control the purse strings to affect outcomes. And I think it's not only completely legitimate, I wish we would see more of that with government employees, bureaucrats who are out of control, who abuse the taxpayers. I'd like to see the guys in charge of taxpayers' money using it to straighten them out. And uh, so thank you for doing that on behalf of those of us who care about this issue. And thank you for joining me here on News Radio 1067. Thank you, Michael. I enjoyed it.